Entrepreneur on Fire, 887. That's a joke. I know it's not that funny. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Behind fear and lack of confidence, design projects are what I see hold entrepreneurs back most. Luckily, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Daryl Lyons. Daryl, are you prepared to ignite? John, I'm on the verge of spontaneous combustion. <laughs> yes. Let's go. <laughs> Daryl is a small business owner. He leads a team that counsels thousands of individuals and small business owners about what to do with their money. He's collected his thoughts and experiences in his recently launched book, Small Business, Big Pressure. This book is a unique approach to how faith plays a critical role in a small business owner's life. Daryl, given Fire Nation just... A little insight. So share more about you personally and expand upon the biz. You got it. So here in San Antonio, Texas, I run one of the larger financial companies and we were rocking and rolling in the last couple of years, getting a lot of awards across the country and getting feedback from entrepreneurs. And they started wanting to look at our playbook. So as I was fielding out calls and doing classes, uh, I looked at the content of my classes and, and the answers to all the questions from entrepreneurs across the country, and I had enough content for a book. So I wrote a book. Wow. So give us a little stuff about the personal, because San Antonio, my friends, I'm jealous. It's a beautiful city, no state taxes. Need I go on? San Antonio is great. Yeah. So I have a, I have a family. I have uh, four kids. And, uh, you know, I, I love San Antonio. I love the Spurs. I mean, mm. it's just a, it exemplifies excellence. So we're always talking about the Spurs and, and what they stand for and their winning formula. And, and it's right in our backyard. And then we've got a ton of good people here in San Antonio, like David Robinson and Max Lucado and, and, and the, and the economy's booming. It's a great place to be right now. San Antonio's hot. I mean, let's be honest, the Spurs are to basketball what the newly anointed Super Bowl champion Patriots are to football. They are. Yeah, they've got this winning recipe and I love it. Me too. I'm a New Englander, so I wanted to kind of back you into that corner, and I'm glad you agreed with me. That was kind of a it's kind of a winger, but I, I made it happen. So it's awesome, Daryl. Let's dive into it, my friend, because we have so much to cover today. So I just want to rip the bandaid off, buddy. Take you us down to the core. Your worst entrepreneurial moment. What is that story, my friend? I want to be there when you've experienced it, and we'll talk about the lessons learned. Oh, man. Yeah, there's so many, but let me give you one of them. Um, So about five years ago, I was starting to get a little older. I'm still a young guy, but I wasn't able to play basketball or football like I used to. And so I was trying to take up new sports, so I took up golf. And man, I didn't just embarrass myself, I embarrassed others. And, and so I said, I'm going to run. And I go to California after, uh, it was before a conference, and I start running, and I get lost before the conference. And I get to the conference late. And so these little things are frustrating physically for me. Not a big deal, but I get back from the conference, and I mess up a clerical error on a client's account. 
and I lost him $10,000 and he had a beard and a gun and he was not happy. <laughs> and so I, this is just everything. Like I'm just messing up and it was stuff. And so um, it was a February morning, beautiful February morning. And my wife's expecting her third baby. And we've got uh, a little boy and a little girl. And I said, sweetie, just stay at home. I'm going to head up the road and go grocery shop. And I'll take our little princess who's two at the time, Claire, and I'm going to take her grocery shopping. So we drive up uh, in the SUV and Claire's in the back seat and it's a sunglasses and leather jacket kind of day, beautiful day. And she kicks, John, I'm serious. She kicks with her foot, the electronic up button and she stuck her finger out the window oh. and the, the window in the frame caught her finger and it stuck. So I, John, I'm not kidding. I had to swerve over and cars were honking. I thought I was going to have to punch the window down. The window came down, but the finger was severed. Blood all over her princess dress. She darts. We dart over to the hospital, which was like two miles away. Fortunately, not without pain or anxiety, her finger was successfully reattached that evening. But my wife lost the baby that night. It was crazy, man. And, And so I had overcome adversity and I've had a lot of success in life and I could I could fight through stuff. But this was a mess, man. I mean, I just my my physical, spiritual financial family as a father. And so I call a guy up and he, and this guy's a business owner, but he's also reads the Bible a little bit more than me. So I called him up and I said, man, I cannot figure this out. This is chaotic. I can't work through it. It's killing me. And I don't remember what he said over that cup of coffee, but I remember what God said through him. I remember God said, are you done yet? Are you done living the life I never intended you to live? And that was, that was my biggest entrepreneurial moment was I recognized that I was carrying burdens of all the entrepreneurial journey on my shoulder and I was done. And so that was a, that was a complete turnaround for me to become more dependent upon God in all my activities in my business and personal life. So there's a lot of things, Daryl, that just are running through my mind as I'm hearing your story. And you know, one question I want to ask you directly is, does that experience that you went through in that one day alone, does, does that help you with perspective going forward as far as when you're tackling other day-to-day things that are going on that might be having you struggle in the business and world? Because I know personally from my experience, you know, having spent 13 months as an officer in Iraq leading a troop of 16 men for those 13 months, losing four of them, having those four having made the ultimate sacrifice while over in Iraq fighting, you know, the good fight, you know, it's definitely something that I bring myself back to when I say, man, you know, the IRS is really on my butt today or something. I I, I go back there sometimes to really help with the perspective and say, you know what, this is obviously an annoyance, but I can deal with it. And, And it's not as bad as things I've experienced in the past. Does that ever happen with you perspective wise? We, we absolutely need that perspective. And I needed that, man. I, I didn't have that perspective prior to that. You're absolutely right. If I had something that was bothering me, man, it, it ate me up. But I did not have perspective of how precious life was. And I didn't have perspective of how good I had it. And so it absolutely takes um, chaos of today and makes them more of a nuisance and inconvenience because I recognize how good I have it. Truly, in a first world country, I'm beyond blessed. So Fire Nation, your problems, your issues, they are important. They are real. There's nothing that should belittle them. I mean, they are your problems, your issues, and they need real attention. So that's definitely a focal point here. 
at the same time, you know, I want you to hear stories of what I've been through where I've seen, you know, four incredibly heroic men give their lives to this country and to know what their families must still be going through to this day and to hear what Daryl's been through with losing a child and the same day that his other child almost lost a finger. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's putting things in real perspective. So, you know, take a deep breath right now. Realize that your problems, your issues are definitely real, but you can focus and you can overcome these if you really make things happen. So let's just keep that in mind. And Daryl, let's do a shift now, man. This is, this is heavy. It. This is heavy stuff in a good way. <laughs> I think it's in a good way. But now let's go to another story, an aha moment a light bulb, an epiphany that you've had at some point. You've had a lot, my friend, but take us to one. Tell us that story. Yeah, so this is a perspective one as well, but this is a little different angle. And and again, for me, I, I enjoy understanding life relative to business and how the two collide. So one day I'm sitting down with a client, and, and so I, I meet with people about their money all the time. So I get a bird's eye view of people's wallets and I'm sitting down with this couple and they have millions and millions and millions and they're, they're successful and, and in every single way, ranches, you know, in Texas, you got a ranch, you're, you're, you're <laughs> something else, right? You got a, they got ranches, they've, they have a huge house, lots of income, uh, really just toys everywhere. And in that meeting, they were, they were frustrated, they were scared, uh, they were on the verge of divorce. So that meeting passes, and right after that, this is just crazy coincidence, right after that, I had a couple come in, and seriously, they were on Social Security, they were above 65, and the only checks that they had coming in were on the, the, the third of the month, which was Social Security, and a, little, a few bucks in the bank account, and this little couple was happy as could be. Uh-huh. When I was done with this meeting, I had to sit there and go, what the heck just happened? And I realized, and this is another aha moment, that that this whole money, the pursuit of money, I, 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 I've been poor and rich, and I'd, I'd much rather have money, but the pursuit that it's going to resolve all the, all the issues in the world isn't necessarily true. What it simply does is it accentuates who we are already. So if we're living in fear and we have money, we're going to continue to have fear. If we're a giver and we don't have any money, when we do have money, we're going to give more. So it really put that in perspective. That was an aha moment. Wow. I mean, that's the kind of moments, you know, right there that just kind of makes you step back and say, what are the things that make people happy in life? What are, like, what's the stem of happiness? And there's this great quote, Daryl, that I kind of, you know, like you to maybe talk about for a second. And it's something that struck me as profound when I was listening to this podcast a few months back. And the guy on it said, happiness stems from gratefulness. And and that just really struck a chord for me because all the time I was like, you know, when I'm happy, then I'll be grateful for being happy. It was like this kind of backwards way of looking at things. But then I heard this and it just kind of clicked to me and I said, man, well, you know, maybe if I'm just grateful right now for this beautiful sunset, for the warm breeze, for the fact that I can take a jog right now for whatever I have in my life, maybe if I'm just happy, maybe if I'm just grateful for that, then, then happiness will result from this being present and grateful and, and just awesome in the moment. And, and that was a big click for me, and that was a big change. Like, What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I believe there's evidence to support it too. From my experience though, and, and so been dealing with people's personal finances for 15 years, seeing on average three people a day, I mean a bird's eye view of happiness, it's absolutely true. Happiness is directly correlated to one's appreciation and gratitude. It is so true. And, and that's my unscientific observation, but there's enough evidence to support that what you said is true. So you make an incredible observation. Mm, love that. 
So Daryl, I've been really enjoying getting some insights from your mind thus far, but we're taking it to the next level now, what I call the one-minute mindset. So I'm going to ask you five questions now, what I call five insights into your mind. Take about a minute-ish or so to answer these questions, definitely a little more in-depth if you want. And number one is ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Yeah, so uh, I, you know, I asked my wife this. I said, "What is what is what, what do I do in the morning?" And 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 you're like, "I'm I'm blacked out. I don't really know." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm in a trance. And and really, every morning, my my cup of coffee has a date with God. It's consistent. My family knows it. I sit down in a certain chair. I have a cup of coffee. I pray. I read the Bible. I do it every morning, and I do it for ten minutes. Sometimes I do it for an hour, and it's and it's typically a function of before my kids jump on my lap and want to talk to me. But but it's a consistent thing. Been doing it for years, and uh, I can't even get my morning going without doing it. Honestly, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I think it's like many people, honestly, there's just moments where I doubt myself. You know what I mean? And, and we just get these moments and, uh, and, and I don't know why they come, but I know they come to everyone. Everyone that I've, I've met that has uh, a lot of money, get them. And, and, and it's just a funny thing and I can't quite figure it out, but, but they, but you know, what's cool is that they do come, but they just don't stay as long as they used to. And so my biggest weakness is, is I get those feelings of I'm not adequate or I, I'm not worthy. But again, uh, they don't stay like they used to. And that's a blessing in and of itself. Love it. And, you know, even going right to that doubt, my, my kind of mindset on that is doubt is always going to be there. It's going to be ever present in a lot of ways. And, and that's just part of being a human being. That's the imposter syndrome. That's part of the survival gene that we have. If there wasn't doubt, we would have ran outside in the middle of the night and got eaten by saber-toothed tigers back in the caveman days. Like that's part of being a human being. Let's just embrace it and realize that, hey, this is doubt. This is part of living life. This is part of experiencing life. Now let's embrace it. And Daryl, what's your biggest strength? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I take a lot of pride in my humility. That's a joke. I know it's not that funny, but... <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you are a pretty humble guy. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I do say it's, a, it, it's, it's my pursuit of humility. I, I really do. Uh, I always want to make sure that I, I don't put myself above other people. You know, also my mistakes... Uh, they tend to, they tend to make me humble too, but I really am, I'm attracted to humble people and I want to continue to maintain that. And and I feel an element of, of regret if I'm putting myself above another person. And so I'm, I'm a constant pursuit. I'm in constant pursuit of humility, not just for me, but from other people. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's big. And my uncle, said very early and often during my childhood and into even current day today, be humble, be happy. Those are his four words in life and he lives it and it's, uh, it's really impressive to see. So Daryl, what's a habit that you wish you had? Uh, hmm. Well, I can't sit still. Um, <laughs> I can't, man. You know, I've, I, if I've done so much and so many cool things. I, I love doing Israeli martial arts. I love praying. I love, I love being in worship. I love working. I love being with my kids. And I just can't sit still. So that's really cool, um, except that I can't sit still. So I don't relax that much. But when my head hits the pillow, I'm out. And uh, then I get up and I roll again. And that's just too, that's just how I'm wired. And I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, that's probably one thing that I, I wish I could do is just relax just a little bit more. What's one thing of all the things you have that 
got you fired up right now that has you most fired up? You know, and this is a soft pitch for me because I just had somebody this morning say they changed. This is a very successful guy. He changed his entire company because he read my book. Wow. Man, he has so many employees. He's so successful. And so to think that the content of the book that I wrote impacted not just him, but 100 employees and not just the employees, but the kids of those employees. To know that the content of my book did that. If nobody else buys my book, but that happened to him, home run. Home I, it gets me run. fired up. Love it. Small business, big pressure, Fire Nation. And Daryl, that question is meant to be a softball, so way to hit it out of the park, my friend. <laughs> Thanks. And we are about to enter the lightning round, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. And with ZipRecruiter's premium traffic boost, you can get up to three times more candidates. Quickly screen applicants, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free and get 30% off your first traffic boost by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Are you dreaming about the perfect logo or website design, but don't know how to get started? Maybe you're worried about budget. Either way, 99designs can help. 99designs, the world's largest graphic design marketplace, makes it easy to get a design you love. Just go to the website, tell them about the design that you need, and pick a price that works for you. Then the fun really begins. Designers from around the globe will submit awesome designs and you'll give them feedback. Within a week, you'll pick your favorite and be the proud owner of a gorgeous new design. With thousands of designers at your fingertips, there's no limit to what you can get designed. So what is it that you need? Boost your brand's visibility with a t-shirt or drive more traffic with a sleek new ad banner or landing page. Projects start at just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Daryl, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds great. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? So I was getting a really good paycheck. I was, I was climbing the corporate ladder. I would, I would literally, I would say today, be in Chicago or Wall Street making several million today. I was on that path. I was hustling and, and I was partner of the year. And, and then one day I, I just woke up. I mean, it, it, it was an epiphany. I just woke up and said, forget this. I'm out of here. No thinking, no nice. planning. I just quit and <laughs> started a business. It was awesome. And, oh. and so holding me back was, was that income. But it just one day I just forget it. I'm done. And I, and I started a business. What's the best advice you've ever received? I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan. I've uh, been a Dave fan for, for 10 plus years now. And when I go to his conferences and he does these entree leadership things, he, he has one rule that he abides by that's, that's always stands out for me. And it's no gossip. 
And, and, and that one for not only for my company, that's a big thing at our company too, but also for my kids, I've got three girls and I don't want any of this gossip <laughs> stuff, both around our kitchen table or when they're on the playground. So that's a, that's one of the best advice I've ever received. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's actually a lot of studies have been done and plan of money did one pretty recently, which is one of my favorite financial podcasts. And they said the number one traits or the number one um, use of verbal time for people below the poverty line is gossip. Oh, I mean, that's just ugly. That's ugly. I mean, that strikes people hard. So, Daryl, let's talk about a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success. So every day before I leave the office, I give myself a little wiggle room and I look at what I need to accomplish the next day and I write down the six most important things that I need to accomplish the following day. And I've done this every day for, you know, seven, eight years now. And then when I get up and go to work and I, and I turn on my computer, those six most are actually, I put them on my computer now. Those are the first things that I do before anything else. And that habit, it's, it, 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 it allows me to focus on goal-achieving activities, not stress-relieving activities that I start to manufacture that it's actually something beneficial to the company, but it's just stress-relieving research or something else. These are very goal-achieving activities that are moving the puck forward. So it's the six most uh, process that I've implemented over the last eight years that really helps uh, me stay focused. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? You know, I like to go to the C12 group. That's uh, the C and then the one, two uh, groups, the C12group.com. It's a website for business owners like myself that are uh, pursuing uh, running a business and interweaving their faith into their business. And so it's, it's actually really cool. I have more resources because I'm a member, but uh, there's, a, there's actually a growing trend of entrepreneurs and leaders that have said, I'm done with the old. I want to I do things with a high degree of integrity and I want to interweave my faith. And this group, the C12 group, actually impacts, this is cool, 2% of America's population. Wow. And so it's, it's, getting, it's getting a lot of traction. So that's one of my favorite resources. Love it. If you could recommend one book, Daryl, to join Small Business Big Pressure on our show notes page, what would it be and why? So I really like, uh, man, I'm a book nut like you. I, I read a couple a month. But this book, I, 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 I don't like bubblegum book, books that just kind of say you know the same old thing. And this one I thought was going to be that way. But when I read it, it really changed my family, and it's called Making Room for Life. And this is by Randy Frazee. And this book's good because with the hustle and bustle of having kids in a business, you can get quickly overwhelmed. And, and so rather than getting caught up in society's expectations of how things are supposed to be, Randy really makes a case that there's more room for life than we actually give. And so that's a great book for a lot of entrepreneurs and busy people. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Daryl, have you turned your book, Small Business Big Pressure, into an audiobook yet? 
know. Maybe there's somebody out there in your community that can help me with that. There you go. Daryl, <laughs> this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? It's a tricky question. Um, yeah, so I would, I would be a matchmaker, and, and hear me out here. There's actually four steps when I say being being a matchmaker, and and I think it makes sense when you hear me out. Uh, I find a, a, a small business or company with excess inventory. It could be excess socks, books, light bulbs, auto parts, whatever it is. So the first thing I would do is find that company. Then I would announce to the world in some capacity that there's a product that I have access to and I'm promoting it. But the key is I'm promoting it for a limited time. When the inventory is gone, when my inventory is gone, it's gone. And then the third thing I would do is I would receive payment from the consumer before I bought it from the business. So I'm never out of cash flow. I would periodically change the products and move from one successful campaign to another. It sounds complicated, but what's interesting about this, John, is that this uh, change of campaign and moving from one successful campaign to another was actually done by a company called Go. Viral. Hmm. They ended up selling for $97 million. Isn't that crazy? And it's just moving from one successful campaign to another and using your cash flows to do it. So uh, it's it's probably something that people need to replay uh, my audio to better understand uh, some of the mechanism of it. But uh, But it's something worth also considering. Hit that rewind 30 second button three times, Fire Nation. Hit it on 0.5 speed so Daryl talks like he's been... Uh, talking a little slow and you can really keep up with that greatness because I was definitely kind of head spinning a little bit, but I definitely get the gist. I think it's powerful. And Daryl, I want to end today on fire the same way that we started. So share a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, so you can go to my website, smallbusinessbigpressure.com, and you know my email's on there. If you want to shoot me an email, if you need anything, certainly you can do that. And you can also p- pick up my book on Amazon. So, Smallbusinessbigpressure.com and your parting piece of guidance. We overestimate the power of an event, and we underestimate the power of the process. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Daryl and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Daryl in the search bar, D-A-R-R-Y-L, and his show notes page will pop right up with his book, recommended resources, all the goodness we've been talking about today, and of course, his website, smallbusinessbigpressure.com. Or just go directly there. And Daryl, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Ignite.